and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week we are talking about Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Hell yeah. We're opening a Christmas Eve? <laughs> Do you think that- yeah, yeah. Well, this, this is, is our, our yeah. We were, this is a Christmas movie. I think when we were picking this one, we were like, "Is this uh, a Christmas movie?" And then she's like in a Santa Claus outfit on the cover. We're like, "Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a yeah, Christmas done. movie. Done. It's around Christmas. Have some spirit." Okay, <laughs> it's kind of like the. It's kind of like how Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Yeah, I'm like, listen, I'll take it. It happens okay. in I'm and around Christmas. I'm not a big Christmas, Christmas movie person. Yeah, absolutely. Have you seen this movie before? Yeah, I, I had. I had forgotten a lot about it, though. I had forgotten, like, most yeah, of what happens too. in this movie. Because it's a little convoluted. Oh, no, it's it's woven. Like, I literally, I sat down to watch this movie and I was, and I got like 10, maybe 15 minutes in, and I was so tired at the time. I was like, I actually can't do this right now. I was like, because there's like, we're switching timelines, things are happening. It, it's very, like, it's a, it's a, like a mystery. We're trying to figure it out. I was like, I need my full brain on for this. I need this to happen fully. Yeah, okay, I, I agree. Yeah, 100%. And like, yeah, I, I, the only thing I remembered about this movie is like Robert Downey Jr., uh, and that I liked it like that was <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it was like clever and funny but I watching it again now I didn't remember any of the jokes I didn't remember you know what happened or the twists at the end or anything like that so it was fun to revisit not not sure the it was fun right. to revisit <laughs> oh no but we're gonna go on to why I think the only reason why you think the heroes are the heroes are because the villains are so bad if you put these characters in any other place they are the worst they're the worst people on the planet <laughs> tell me I'm wrong Craig you're tell not me wrong. wrong I'm gonna give wrong. you I'm going to give you the shortest version of what I think this movie is, okay? A misogynist thief goes on a citizen's rampage. That's <laughs> end of story. That's pretty much that's what yeah. happens here basically. Like our, our so we have a um we find out at the end. This is a big mystery, right? Yeah. We're 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 bouncing back and forth. Um we've got uh Robert Downey Jr. who is a thief. Um he is on a job that goes he's stealing toys, <laughs> which is like particularly <laughs> fucked, I think in my opinion. Anyway, but he's stealing toys. Um, it goes wrong. His partner gets shot and dies. Uh, but he runs off and um, kind of hides in an audition room. And they take his performance. Like, he's just upset because he's like, oh, my God, I've just, like, basically killed it. Like, assisted in killing a guy that I know and I like. He has a breakdown. They take that as good acting. And they're like, come to Hollywood, kid. Uh, I mean, they later find out that they're like he later finds out he's just being used as a tool uh, to basically lower Colin Farrell's price down. (laughs) Yeah. Which valid. Absolutely. That happens all the time. I believe that plot line. Certainly. Anyway, he shows up. He realizes his um, like basically the 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 love of his life, like the the woman, like the girl he loved growing up. The one that got away. Also, 
the one that got away is also at this party. He ends up sleeping with his her friend. Uh, and then they get kind of, and then Robert Downey Jr. or Harry rather in this movie, he gets tied up, um, studying under Perry, a, uh, private detective and they discover a body and then that body gets then planted back into, uh, Harry's apartment and he can't understand why. Jump to the end. We find out that, um, this super rich guy, uh, was getting sued by his daughter. His daughter then, um, sorry, he had then locked up his daughter, had a woman playing his daughter, like acting and like getting a pardon in court or whatever, um, and then murders both of them. And that's how they got tied up in that because growing up, the, uh, sorry, what is it, Harriet? What's her name? What, oh, it's the, not the sister, uh, Harmon, uh, Harmony's sister. Oh, sorry, Harmony's sister. Harmony. That's what I'm looking yeah. for. Harmony's sister uh, believes that this this uh, very rich man, um, Mr. Dexter, is actually her father, and then um, ends up, uh, you know, uh, off in herself, which <laughs> they think originally he did. Turns out not so much. Because anyway, they, yeah, it they is, thought she was the person impersonating the daughter. So that yeah, yeah. Whoa! It was whoa. It, it's really woven, but it also like it's supposed to reflect how like these private detective novels would be. How like two cases get woven into the same case. Yeah, it's um, it's uh it's like a sort of parody, but also like um uh what do you call it? Like a hom- homage to uh the genre. Like they're always referencing the books that like do this sort yes. of thing and like how yeah 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 but they're also like really in the universe anyway the bad guys here i will say not correct okay <laughs> are the good guys correct not even fucking close okay if we're talking body for body robert Downey jr actually kills a lot more people than the bad guys <laughs> and That's keep true. in mind that this guy oh yeah no, he kills like I think I think I had him at like I want to say like five people, four people, five people. He literally he goes on a rampage. Okay, this man has no authority, like zero. He's not even a private detective. Yeah, he is somebody that is shadowing one, <laughs> so that he can learn how to act on screen as one. Yeah, but because he gets tied up in it, he was like, "Well, I'm I'm gonna keep following this now. <laughs> I'm in charge here." And it's like, "No, you gotta pass this off to somebody with more authority, dude." The bad guys killed two people. You killed like five. <laughs> now they were all bad guys, to be fair. But still, it probably had it coming. But yeah, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. <laughs> am i wrong no you're not wrong no you're absolutely yeah because like okay so like yeah harlan dexter absolutely the villain of this movie he's killing people he, he's, okay he does literally uh have his daughter killed yeah that's pretty bad and i will say i will say the only reason why our main characters are even a little bit likable is because our bad guys are so bad. Like mm. they, ha- it's almost like they had to make them extra, extra bad, just so these people would be like palatable. Yeah, in my opinion. <laughs> and and just to start off, in defense of Harlan Dexter, who who likes being sued? 
That's insane. Stop I mean, praying. You know. Who likes pings? Who enjoys that? Who enjoys being sued by your own daughter? You know, like I mean, you gotta get, you gotta get out of it. Rebecca almost did a spit take there. I did not time I that can't, well. Yeah, I, uh, ooh, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for that hot time. Who enjoys being sued? Well, who who amongst yes, us wants to be sued that, by their daughter? That, that will when you can be rich you forever. Murder your own daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Who amongst us does not value money over fam- familial relationships? You know, yeah. come on. Or is, are you? And, no, and the, the other woman he murders? Are you just going to tell me breakups are hard? Yeah, <laughs> listen, breakups are hard. <laughs> 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 you know, murder oh, is yeah. fine if it's has to do with money or relationships. That's fine. Uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> not cat run. <laughs> Run, girl! <laughs> you know, or if someone pisses you off. Those are the three... Oh, <laughs> those are the three times murder is completely justified. Uh, no, 100%. Oh, uh, that's my weak attempt at generally following the premise of this podcast. Uh- <laughs> no, no, no. My attempt is the here. The heroes are actually bad guys, and the only reason why you don't notice they're bad guys is because the other bad guys are worse. Yeah. So, like, I mean, starting right at the beginning, so you said, like, you mentioned in the recap, he gets his, um, he, Harry gets his partner killed, like, essentially. They're on a job, it goes bad. His literal, his literal partner in crime. Yeah. His PIC. All right. Um, Killed. And then he's also shot. In that, like, he's got a bullet wound as he walks yeah. in on auditions, and then mm. he just kind of like goes with it. I don't, I don't know. Like, like to me, if I was on the run, I wouldn't be like, yeah, sure, uh, buy me a ticket in my name to fly across the country from New York to L.A. Um, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you need to get the I fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. Oh, oh, I'd be hopping on that train. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I would be getting out of town for fucking sure. But it okay, also it also says something about your character where um he needs to get out of town twice over the span of this movie. Like he need he he's oh, in yes. New York and has to get the fuck out he's of a New York. And then he's yeah. in LA and needs to get the fuck out of LA. He doesn't, but he's supposed to be on a flight out of there. Well, I I really think that speaks to, like, his character, he even mentions it when he says he, like, stole a bit of gum in the lobby, because he's like, oh, it just gave me a bit of a rush. This guy, that's all he's chasing. He just needs little, he just needs his rushes, so, like, this is why this chaos, like, fucking follows this man. Like, he will just, he smells it, and he will put his nose the fuck in it. Yeah. And, you know... I think it makes him an asshole. What I think makes him even more of an asshole, though, is um, all the misogyny. (laughs) Holy fuck. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's it's endless in this movie, Craig. That and the homophobia. Yeah. It's it's right up there. They're neck and neck. It is. The homophobia. A couple of tough pills to swallow. Yeah, the homophobia is definitely there because, like, Val Kilmer's character is like named Gay Perry. Like, he's the yes. he's the the private eye, and they make 
Like, it's that weird thing where this was, like, early 2000s, and, like, this probably would have passed as, like, a, a kind portrayal or, like, a not a stereotypical portrayal of a gay man and, therefore, like, progressive in the early 2000s, but it doesn't age horribly well. No, oh, no, it is, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah. bad. Also, just, like, all the characters around him... Even like uh, Harry himself, he's homophobic. He's yeah. also like again so, so misogynist. <laughs> it's the way that women are talked about in this movie. I'm like, what was the point exactly? Because <laughs> all right, well, well, yeah, let's hear. There's it. a lot of there's a lot of back and forth here where it's like okay. So first of all, there's this rant about how when women sleep with a bunch of men, the only oh, reason yeah. they do that is because their past is fucked up. And if men do it, they're fine and dandy. Like, don't if you look the normal, normal, normal <laughs> growing up. And if women do it, it's like, no, they're crazy and weird and they had a fucked up childhood. And it's like, all right, well, like. That's not exactly how everything works. That's a pretty, that's that's fucked from yeah. Jump Street. Oh yeah, he no that that jumped out at me. A couple of slut shaming rants where I'm like, bucko, like that's not. You're obviously out in these streets as well. Like, don't get it twisted. <laughs> like, well, and and but, he, here, but he's he, just like, oh, you know, but it's fine because I had a normal childhood. <laughs> it's like, what? Okay, and clearly you didn't because you're a, a compulsive no. thief and uh, whatever. But yeah, like like the the crazy double standard that he holds people to is like he like he basically discovers like oh this this woman. Uh, Harmony is my childhood friend. Um, Like he doesn't. Oh, I think I know which one you're leading to. And he (laughs) then, like, they go drinking, and Mm -hmm. he ends up sleeping with her best friend. And then later in the movie, like, like for well, first of all, he's like obsessed with her and has been obsessed with her since high school. And is like she was sleeping with everybody, but not me. I was just the shoulder to cry on guy. And then I made her promise never to sleep with this one guy, like this. And and then later in the movie, he discovers that she did sleep. Like they are about to hook up, and he discovers that she did sleep with that guy, and he throws her out. I was like, not a day ago. Not a day ago, you slept with her best friend. Not not best friend from high school. Current best friend. Oh yeah. It's Plus, like the, like the double standard. Yes, the double standard. Also, the level of pissed I would have to be to be about to hook up with somebody, they'd have to drop something pretty wild for me to stop that train. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah. Sweet. Jesus. But also he shouldn't even be doing that from Jump Street because it's like all she did was talk about how hammered she was leading up to her getting into that bed. And he's like, oh, well, let's just see what happens. Zippity doo. Let's get yeah. over there. Like, <laughs> well, I will say, like, oh, I shouldn't have had that last shot of tequila. And I'm like, stop. Just just leave her alone for a se- her sister just committed suicide. Leave her for a second. Yeah. Leave yeah. her for one second. Jesus. <laughs> 
I will say through movie movie magic, she does te- seem to sober up quite considerably within that thirty seconds. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like she was like fall down it drunk. Doesn't read well. What's that? No, 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 no. Yeah, but she was like fall down drunk before, and then she's having like coherent conversations about like <laughs> thirty seconds later, which does not happen in real life. But yeah, I found that to be like such a crazy double standard of like, come on, man. I think that's also like part of the genre, though, where it's like you know, it's like ah, oh, the broad came into the old uh, the the detective's office. She had legs for days, but a a smile that wouldn't quit. You know, like it's like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm choking on my own spit over here. Just choking Uh. on my own spit. Here's where I will defend the villains, okay? And the villain villains, okay? I do not know another character that deserves to get shocked in the balls more than Harry, quite (laughs) frankly. Oh, my God. I was like, finally, finally, some vindication. I just, like, I can't. Okay, I can't with this man. He goes on his little fucking quips and his little rants, okay, about how all women are whores or whatever, okay? It's constantly that, okay? And it's also constantly him, like, literally, there is an entire scene, okay, where, okay, Harmony is just a guy. So he has thought, he thought Harmony um, had committed suicide. Okay, he thought Harmony yeah, had committed they, suicide. They called him. Sister had her because ID they had found her credit cards and all this kind of stuff on this uh, on her sister's body, and they were like, "Oh, that's her." So he had found out that she was dead. Um, Harmony shows up at his apartment. Okay, and she's freaking out because she's like, "Oh, like my sister has killed herself," but like I don't think so. Like why would she take a birth Like there's like all these other factors where she's like, "Oh no, like I don't think she was doing. It. Like I don't think she did that." And she's like, "You're a private detective, right?" So first of all, he lies. And this is like I really need like this is a big boy lie because like you say that to somebody at a party that's a little lie like that's a little white lie like honestly i don't even mind like i'm like you'll never see that person again or whatever like that's stupid whatever right i'm not gonna tell a a stranger that i'm a thief (laughs) a professional thief no yeah on the run from uh, a murder that was committed in new york yeah yeah i'm a private detective that's fine do you know the every uber i get in i'm a different like i'm like i'm a bartender i'm a bartender because i don't want to talk about comedy i just like i'm like oh god because you're gonna tell me every comedian you like and i'm gonna hate each and every one of them buddy yeah someone came up to me last night and they were like you know i think comedians are like really like you know the heroes they're the people that can speak truth to power and like all the rest and i was like yeah okay like no this is fine they're like uh so one of my comedic heroes is uh jeff dunham and i was just like (laughs) what how do those tellers jeff dunham how do those how do those two go anyway anyway no, that's perfection. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my god. One time I was in an Uber and uh this woman, like I just I made the mistake because I was in an Uber um with another comic 
And I made the mistake, like, we were just having a chat, and I made the mistake of bringing up, like, show this, show that. Like, I was already locked into it. Like, I couldn't lie my way out of my corner. I was like, fuck, like, I have to say I'm a comic. Like, there's no way. It doesn't, from what I was talking about, there's no way it made any sense if I said anything else. And then she was like, oh, my God, like, I love comedy so much. She was like, I love, uh, I love this comedian, Matt Reif. He's my favorite. And I was like, but I heard so um, uh, v- listeners, uh, we Craig and I have a, a good friend, uh, Matt Wright, who is a hilarious Canadian comedian. I thought she said his name. Right. I thought she yeah, said right Matt and Wright. Not right. And I yeah. started freaking out. I was like, oh, my God, my buddy Matt. Like, he's so funny. He's so good. And I just really start ranting on about him. And, and I kept saying, and I was like, yeah, like Matt Wright. And she was like, no, Rife. And I was like, oh, I don't think I know who that is. And I was like, okay, like weird, whatever. And we got out of the car and the other comic looked at me and they were like, you don't know who the fuck Matt Rife is? I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really on TikTok. That much. Like, I don't really look at that stuff. And like, honestly, as soon as I saw his face, I was like, oh no, I've seen this guy. I just, anytime it gets like two seconds into the video, I switch it. Cause fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it was just like so. I was like, "Oh God, that's the worst." But everybody <laughs> loves the worst people. Like if they bring it up, they're always like, "Yeah, like you're Jeff Dunn." It's just like, why? How, how are those two things going yeah. the fuck together? Anyway, anyway, yeah, that was a it's... really long rant to say you can lie about your profession. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you're right. I'm Next sorry. time I get in oh an Uber, God, uh, I'm gonna be like. Tour. I'm going to be like, I am a, uh, I am a, uh, private detective. <laughs> That's my next goal. Yeah. yeah. Although I do think that brings in more questions. <laughs> it does. I say bartender cause no one's interested. Nobody cares if you're a bartender. Everybody's been a bartender. Nobody cares. Yeah. They know what that job right? is. They and know it's the it same entails. hours as being a comic. Right. So I'm always traveling at that time. It makes sense. You're picking me up from work. I can still say work, but I'll just say I was behind the bar because fuck that. Yeah. 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 I was at a bar. It's fine. Um, uh, also, it's oddly fine. enough, uh, I don't think I've talked to an Uber driver. <laughs> Oh, very much I, well you know me i know yeah Craig, i can't not i can't not chit chat anyway sorry i want to go back because i've really really sidetracked here so yeah. he so he lies about he says yes i am like yes i am which is a big lie because this woman needs actual real assistance like real help and you are not going to provide her with that proper real help so he says yes he lies she then starts rambling and kind of giving him all the details and the entire time he's narrating over top of it while looking at her tits yeah he's not even good at pretending you're like like listen if i if i lie i'm on high alert now i'm on high alert. i'm looking for any you know what i mean if i'm lying i'm like okay I'm a private detective now. I gotta listen to all the information. No, no, no. So this guy's not not only a liar, but he's bad at lying, which is I would say doubly bad. Quite frankly, <laughs> if you're gonna lie, don't let me catch you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you better be like good a, at it. A confidence that should come with that lie, you know. It's like when politicians mm-hmm. are like corrupt and bad at being corrupt. You're like somehow that's worse. Like <laughs> it is because you're talking to me like I'm a fucking idiot. At least be good. Yeah, like be I, good at being bad. 
I don't oh, doubt that other so people offensive. are corrupt, but just just be good at it. Like at least have the gall to hide it, you know? Um, that being said, this leads us to a very interesting question. How chill would you be about having a spider on your tit? <laughs> you don't remember Mommy, that scene? I have had a spider on my tit. Fair enough. We've talked. I, I don't know if you remember me talking about this. Uh, one time, I'm just going <laughs> to... Another sidetrack. I uh, one time I was at the college. I'm sure I've talked about this on the podcast, but I'm just going to re-mention it. One time I was um, so in the lake we used to sl- swim in. Um, we would just put up like my my parents. I would just hang my um, my swimsuit on the line all the time. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just hang it on the line. It rain. Whatever. You know what I mean. I just grab it for the next time. Who gives a fuck? Um, and one time I put it on and I got super itchy and I was like, what the fuck? That's so weird. I'm so itchy, but I'm like, that's fine. I'm going to jump into the lake and that will be better. And I jumped into the lake and I got even more itchy and I was like, that's so weird. Right. So I got out of the lake and I ran into the bathroom and I took off my uh, bathing suit and I had like a thousand baby spiders crawling on me because I guess my body warmth had hatched them. And <laughs> I wish everybody could see Greg's face right now. <laughs> I think I probably told you this story and you've mentally blocked it out. Yeah, this sounds like a, this sounds like a horror movie. Anyway, Jesus. Yeah, it was crazy. But luckily I was in a bathroom. So like there was a shower literally right there. So I just hopped in and washed them off me right away. But yeah, I've had a... I've had spiders on me before. (laughs) All that to say is, like, if you passed out, you'd probably just be like, let that spider run wild. Let it. Well, okay, here's the thing. um, That was a particularly large spider. Like, if I saw that size of leg on me, I'd be like, that is factual. Although I will say, this guy deserves no benefit of the doubt. Like, none. Zero. Like, zero percent. I do not try. Like... The only reason why this woman has any trust in this guy at all is because every single man in her life has been a full fucking goblin devil trash bag like the whole way through. So the only reason why she even ends up with this guy is because everyone in her life is trash. Yeah, she doesn't know any better. It's sort of a sad story for her. It's so sad, bro. Yeah, (laughs) this whole movie's so sad. It's like I think the first time I watched this when I was younger, I was like, "Ooh, it's like quippy, it's like good and deep and like you know, fun and unexpected." And watching it now, I'm like, "Oh, there's a lot of a lot of trash. There's a lot of bad people." (laughs) (laughs) Like, if although to say, if I wasn't analyzing it the way that we analyze it, I probably wouldn't have had these thoughts. Tuesday. Yeah. I think the I could have a level of separation here and still be like, oh, it's like fun and weird and crazy. And like it is I, I do like the way it's woven together. Yeah, it's it's it's, re- it's interesting. I, like the one scene where they they uh, it's like, oh, gee, I wonder why this scene. Well, I, oh, no. What was that scene about? Why was this scene in the movie? Oh, do you think that yeah. information's going to come back later? It's like, <laughs> you know, because they're discussing that, like, the daughter had been suing him and stuff like it's like they really mm, like hang yeah. a hat on like the the conventions. He's like, you know, and just even the thing of like, I'm a shitty narrator. I'm sorry. We got to go back again. This is and it's like this is like when your dad's telling you a joke and he goes, did, did I mention that he was on a big horse? Like and <laughs> Like they're so like the way that they sort of tell it out of order is like a bad like he that's the thing is he's a bad 
he's bad at being in this genre. Like he's he's a bad liar. He's a bad actor. Yeah. He can't narrate it like a like a uh, like a like a real noir detective would be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and I think I think the most egregious crime um, is like you like by all means killing your daughter. Terrible. But I I. <laughs> No, I, it's just I, I, I just love that, like the fact that you had to open your argument that way is fucking hilarious. Yeah, Jesus. But, okay, so that's bad. Okay. But then, yeah, that is bad. We all agree that's really, really bad. You know what else is bad is uh, <laughs> desecrating her body endlessly, uh, which is what Perry and Harry do. Like, so they're on the stakeout. I, I, although I will say, if I'm going to put two things up together, if I was like, who's worse, the person that murdered me or the person that desecrated my body? I'd be like, absolutely the murderer. Yes. Okay. But, but. <laughs> no, I'm not arguing that. I'm, sorry, I'm not sorry. arguing that. No, I'm just, I'm just saying there is two separate bad things that happen here. <laughs> And and okay. she was murdered once, uh, and her body was treated badly many many times since then. So so first of all, they're on the stakeout, which we okay. So in the convoluted thing, we find that Harmony's sister hired Perry to go stake out this the place because he thinks she she believes that he is sleeping with his daughter. Which is like very triggering for her because yeah. she was abused. So she wants to get that mm-hmm. caught on tape. It's not his daughter. It's the person he's hired to play his daughter. But he is sleeping with her. Um, Which is like a whole layer. Like, yeah, yeah. Think you're, about, you're, yeah, think you're about right. that. Like, oh, oh, no. Like, that. yeah, that's a whole fucking mm-hmm. thing, dude. I can't even yeah. I I like how quickly that information is given to us and then breeze past because I'm like, <laughs> if you even pause on this for one second. Do not think <sighs> about it. Yeah, so she was probably right about him. Um and anyway. Gross, gross. So that's why they're on the stakeout and they happen to uh observe them dumping the body in in the car. And they do the right thing where they like they jump in and they like think someone's in the trunk and they try and save them or whatever. But Perry ends up shooting the lock off of the trunk and hitting her in the head with the bullet. So they didn't kill her because she was already dead, which, okay, I don't know how you know that as just a fucking guy off the street. Like, I think you need like a medical degree to figure out what killed her. Um, But so they, they first of all, they shoot her in the head. Then they dump her body uh, somewhere. I, where do they dump her the first time? Like it's just in a trash can or something? No. Do they just oh, leave God, her there? I, I don't know. Remember. Anyway, and then the body shows up again in his hotel room, at which point he pees mm. on her accidentally. Then they wrap her in Buddy, a carpet, this, throw I, her I out a window. I will say... This makes me so because the one line that fucking kills me every time is when he's like, he's like, okay, so let me ask you. He goes, no, my question. I get to go first after he introduces that he's peed on the body. He's like, okay, so yeah, I peed on this body. I've got a question. He goes, no, I get to ask the question first. <laughs> like he's, 
Yeah. He will not have it. He's like, no, no, no. If anybody gets to ask a question first, it's, it's this me. guy. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, Val Kilmer has some banger of some lines in here. Oh, absolute like, bangers in this movie. Uh, like, if you looked up idiot in the dictionary, do you know what you'd find? A picture of me? No, the definition of idiot, which is what you are. It's just what you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because again, oh, yeah, there are some baggers in this movie for sure. <laughs> and and to kind of double down on kind of what a shitty person Harry is is like Perry tells him multiple times, "Do not pursue this. This is dangerous. Yeah, do not get involved." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "This isn't a this isn't a detective novel. This isn't a uh, this isn't a movie." This is real life. This is dangerous. It will get you killed or people hurt. Drop it and leave town right now. And he can't, right? Because he's just he's just too fucking clever. He's put it put it together in his head. The underwear thing where like she was a mental patient. I don't know how you make that jump, but they did. Um, you do because it is a detective novel. Yeah, yeah. Those are the leaps absolutely made in Detective Novels. Every once in a while, I'll, like I love listening to uh, or watch. Sometimes I watch these really bad. Yeah, I, I can't even think of one right now. But these like, you know, 45 minute shows where it's like, I can tell where when people are lying oh, and I'm yeah. like, fuck off. And it's just them dissecting this insane thing that nobody on the pl- I don't care how smart you are. Nobody on the planet would connect those dots because there's actually like 10 other dots there that you are not connecting. And it's really funny that you picked out those ones. But TV magic, I it makes me laugh every time I thoroughly enjoy yeah, Enjoy it. Let's make a leap. I don't care. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, being told multiple times to like stop, like d- don't do this. And the fact that you you haven't called the police about this because you're worried that you're going to be implicated because they shot her in the head. They dropped the gun in the lake. You know, they moved Which, the body. Can I just ask a question really quick to you? Because I feel like you would maybe know a little better than I would. But isn't that like a, isn't it like a lot easier to determine? Like if somebody, if if you shoot a dead body. Yeah. Like something different happens than if it was alive. But like, I think they could pretty much, they'd be able to figure out and be like, no, that wasn't. For some reason, you shot a dead body, which obviously you don't want to be wrapped up in it to begin with. But still, but you're wrapped up at this point, right? Like it's it's um, like you're already there. So like, let's just bring in somebody else. Uh, A fucking coroner will tell you they'll be like, listen, no, that's not this woman was strangulated or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I've watched too many 45 minute shows. I I mean, honestly, maybe I'm wrong that that. (laughs) My knowledge of it comes from largely the same source as yours, so I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm an authority on it. But I do believe... like, So we're in the same boat. (laughs) Yeah, I do believe they can determine cause of death like that. Like, especially, like, how long they've been dead and then, like, this injury was, like, happened after death and all the rest. So, like, I think they'd be fine. But to go back to your point, they don't do it because they're bad people. They're bad people who are hiding other... No, but they're hiding other crimes, Right. So yeah. like even even Perry is like, well, I'm not a good guy. 
Uh, I think he says, like, I insulate my boss from bodies is what he describes his Mm -hmm. job as. And so you go like, okay, so we accidentally did this and got involved in this. But at a certain point, you just need to double down. You like or or you know, and just be like, "Well, we fucked up, right? We we fucked oh, up for sure. We're here. Call the authorities." And like, I'm not, you know, I'm not like a call the cops sort of guy, but like, uh, you know, the murder detectives need to be involved in this and somehow somebody, not us, not not, us. not private detective and nobody. Yeah, like not, yeah, not that fucking crack team. That's insane. And- yeah, and I'm sorry, if a, if an actress, a thief, and a private detective can figure out the whole plot in, I think, three <laughs> days, three days, they put it all together. I imagine yeah. a professional detective would be like, oh, right. yeah, this is fucked up. This is, you know, uh, and put that all Absolutely. together with maybe less body counts because they're being less irresponsible. Oh, yeah. This guy literally, Harry literally, although it's so funny, he's he's going to play Russian roulette with one of the guys they're interrogating, and he shoots him right off the bat, and then it's just him trying to do math afterwards. Yeah, it's like, well, it was an 8% chance, 8% chance, stop doing math. It's like one in six. It's like so it's, funny. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, it's like, and it subverts, the, the movie subverts these tropes where it's, you know, you spin it, and like, you know what else I thought was going to happen in that scene? Again, I'd completely forgotten everything, because they established at the beginning that Harry and Harmony were like amateur magicians as kids, right? So like I thought they were going to set up that he sleight of handed the bullet out of the gun and it's not loaded. And then just right off the bat, (laughs) it just goes off the first time he does it. And I was just like, oh, oh, like way to just, like you kind of set it up and then it never paid yeah. off. Like, I I do like that. <laughs> like the fact that they're magicians is a red herring. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Her, although I really, that was one scene that I did actually really remember from this movie is I remember like the jump back to them being like kids because that little girl screaming bloody murder while the chainsaw is going through the box, the first time you watch, like, that was that like, a, I can always tell what affected me in a movie yeah. because it's the thing I remember. I'm like, oh, no, I remember this scene very specifically. <laughs> yeah, because like at first you're like, is this movie starting with a child being cut in half? And then it's like, it's kind of a funny thing. But then they establish her dad's abusive and all the rest. Like it's yeah, it, it um, I do love when they get back to it, though. It's like, oh, you didn't clock it that uh, we were the two people in this scene. Oh, maybe we would if these two extras weren't in the way. Get out of the way. And then like the people move <laughs> like you can actually see it. Like I was just like, oh, yeah, like you're you're playing within the movie. Oh, yeah. Give me that a hundred times. I don't care how corny it is. I don't care that this is a trope. I don't care. I love that that fourth wall breaking. Talk to the camera. I don't give a fuck. Like, give it, spoon feed it to me. Do I want to yeah. see it in absolutely every movie? No. Uh, I will tell you, I it's hard for me to get sick of. The movies that do do it, I like it. I'm, yeah. It never pulls me out. It always pulls me in more. 
I'm excited. I'm like, somebody's got a sense of humor about this. Because <laughs> you're aware that you're watching a movie and it's like, yeah, subvert that a little bit. Um, I just had a couple other really great lines that stuck out in this for me, which was, uh, um, uh, it's, <laughs> he says, uh, I, th- um, he's like, do you think I'm stupid? And he goes, I think you wouldn't know where to feed yourself if you didn't flap your mouth so much. Yes, I think you're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I love a good dunk. Oh, yeah. And and the other one was he describes uh, this is Harry describing L.A. And he's like and I know this is like misogynistic but i still found it so funny which is it's like someone grabbed america by the east coast shook it and all the normal girls were able to hang on i'm just like what oh yeah what an absolute like just you i appreciate a good visual you know what i mean a good visual metaphor there yes um oh my god So I guess one thing I really do want to ask, though, is how do you think this movie would play out if Harry hadn't run into that audition? Let's say Harry doesn't get discovered or whatever. He just runs away to somewhere else. Right. How does how do you think this movie Mm. plays out without his presence there? Because Harmony's still going to be in L.A. Right. And uh, Uh Perry is also going to be there and involved. But how do you think this movie plays out without him? Well, I feel like Harmony and Perry's character wouldn't have been as closely connected. I feel like. Yeah. If I was to watch that movie over again, I'm like, they're really drawn together through Harry. So she wouldn't have like followed up with him. Probably. She probably would have done nothing. Yeah. Well, she probably would have hired a real because she was in a bad spot when her sister passed so she probably would have hired that's true a she real would, yeah, she would have private hired detective and they probably would have gotten to the bottom of this pretty quickly because again if three amateurs can do it in three days how hard can it be um oh but, yeah right and like the other thing is certainly fewer body counts because like some of them were like okay Harry passes out in the back of the car and ends up being taken to the spot where the oh the woman who's impersonating the sister gets mm-hmm. uh, steals the car, brings it back, and she gets shot. Nobody checking the back seat of a car you just stole, which is insane. Um, but he's passed oh, out there because yeah, like like hopping in and driving away, I can understand. But then like getting it parked and being like, "Oh shit, there's a guy back here," passed out because his finger had been cut off. Uh, <laughs> Deservedly, oh. yeah. So he yeah he puts Deservedly his hand in the door off. after he sleeps with Harmony's best friend. Harmony shuts the door on him and chops his finger off. Oh, oh. That really got well, no, me. No, but that happens like way later. Like she doesn't she doesn't do that like right at like. She does that after he's like a a massive dick the whole time. Like it's not oh, right yeah, after yeah, yeah. she. Yeah, yeah, that happens way later in the movie. I just want to be clear. She didn't do that because he slept with. <laughs> oh, this is after she friend. finds out he's not a real detective. That's what yeah, that was. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's then she fat. His like that's his door. now. 
But just the idea. Now we're of, getting into more realistic territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that deserves a, a lost finger. So like, yeah, I, I think things work out the same way without him, just maybe better, you know? Oh yeah, definitely better. Also, like one of the he this guy's just really stupid too. Like he literally the 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 criminals drive this car over, like they they launch it into the lake with this dead body in the back. He looks up. There's two men in masks, in masks, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and ski goes, masks hey, in guys, LA as you do. Yeah, we we've got a yeah 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 yeah. You know, hide a summer. Okay, there. Are, <laughs> It's actually Christmas, but still, yeah, there's yeah, tits yeah. out everywhere. Like, people are out, okay? It's not that cold out. What the fuck? I do okay. love how you're like, I guess there's two seasons in LA, summer and tits out. Like, there's, you know. Then tits <laughs> But yeah, man, I, I just think, I, I don't think I'd look over at those men and go, hey, over here, we have a dead body over here. There's been an accident that I'm sure you're not part of it anyway. Yeah. Very dumb man. Very dumb man. Body. Also, you're ignoring what I would call. Listen, if you're if you're not from a city or you don't you don't fuck with cities a lot, and you're like, I'm gonna go on a trip to a city. Here's the number. This is the number one rule. Okay, this will keep you safe. This will keep you good most most of the time. And it is this: mind your business. Mind your motherfucking business. If it's not happening to you, you mind your business. Unless somebody is exact, like in direct danger in that time. Okay, you mind your business. Somebody's yelling on the street corner. That's not about you. No. It's not about anybody around them. Okay, you just let them go. You let them yell. It's fine. It's not about you. Mind your business. <laughs> Mind it. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong, Craig. You're, it sounds bad as you're saying it, but that is absolutely the 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 vibe of cities. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh yeah, yeah. If you just keep it moving, like there's not a problem here. Okay, like a lot of people just want to do their thing. Just yeah. let them do their thing. If they're not harming anybody, let them do their thing. It's not your business. I ask my question. I ask this question to myself a lot in the city. I go, Is it worth your life? I ask myself that. I'm like, is it worth my life? Because, like, you have no idea what the people around you are capable of. So you just go, okay, is it worth it? And if it is, you do it. And if it's not, then don't do that. <laughs> don't do that shit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I Sorry. wish I could disagree with you. <laughs> I- <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, that's, you that's- find a bot, like, don't yell at the guys over there. Yeah. Oh, Keep it moving. That's Keep a it dumb, moving. That's the dumbest move. You'd be like, Evening. <laughs> Just head down and keep walking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, gentlemen, um, and keep walking. Yeah. Gen- gentlemen, the amount of times I have mine, like, I I used to live on the on a floor with a, a couple of people that really enjoyed the recreational drugs. Those dealers would come by all the time. They'd be quite aggressive. None of them would fuck with me because they'd be like, nothing to see here. And I would say, my answer to that, Without a, I'm not lying. I would say you bet. That's what I would say. They'd be like, <laughs> they would nothing. T- to they see would actually here. say you, to you, you betcha. Nothing to yeah. see here. Yes. Oh wow. Because well, yeah, he's putting his boot to the door. <laughs> like it's not. There is something to see here. <laughs> 
<laughs> now that it, so like you're walking by and boot to the door yeah. he's like nothing to see yes. here and you're like you bet and just into your apartment you betcha <laughs> and i would just keep walking and i never had a problem <laughs> oh wow great neighbors they never complained about the noise you know <laughs> you party late into the night they didn't give a fuck I will say when I lived in a like a a big apartment building, there were definitely some times where like I woke up at like Sunday morning at like like 7 a.m. or something. And the neighbors are just like blaring house music. And I'm just like, well, you did fucking MDMA and you're still going like that's the you know. That's it. That's the vibe. That is the vibe. No, I had one neighbor like that. I had one neighbor like that, and then I had on the other side of me um, this uh, elderly woman who was deaf, and I was like, oh, this is just perfection. This is just perfection. We love it. <laughs> you don't feel bad about like yeah. dropping all the pots and pans in the middle of the night when you go to get oh, something. Oh, no. She like, yep. I swear to God, Craig, I couldn't figure it out for the longest time. I was like, how have we not received a complaint? Because we'd have people over like late. Because uh, I used to work at a comedy club, and the uh, comedy club was really close to my old apartment. And uh, yeah, we'd just have com- comedians over or whoever afterwards, and we'd be so loud late in the night, and I could never figure it out. And then one day I took the elevator with this lady, and we were having like a little chit chat. But I could tell, like, there was just like, I don't, I don't know what it was exactly. There was like a bit of a delay, or there was something. And I was like, oh, that was, but like, nor- you know, pretty normal interaction, whatever. And then when we were walking by her door, um, I noticed at the top of her door on the inside, she had a, a red light bulb. And I was like, oh, you're deaf. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, that makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> Rebecca's perfect neighbor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she was fucking, she was awesome. <laughs> she was fucking oh, no. the best, man. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> Uh, what do you say? Anyway. Do we got anything else to uh, talk about today about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Are we ready for our scales? I I think we're I think just in summation, uh, the only reason why the heroes are the heroes is because the villains are just so unbelievably terrible. Anyway, yeah. that's it. That's all I've got. Uh, <laughs> so I think it is time Murder is to- bad. <laughs> yeah. Desecrating a body is Murder's- slightly worse. <gasps> No, no, <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> is also bad, not as bad. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Have we learned nothing today? Oh my god. Oh, uh, this is. Oh yeah. my god, this episode is gonna play in a court trial one day. <laughs> <laughs> Expert testimony from Craig Fay uh, from the Villa was right, yeah. saying how uh, desecrating a body is worse than murder. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's time for our uh, definitive scales of how good the villain is. Uh, I'm going to uh, I, I I'm going to break with tradition. I'm going to rank Harry here because uh, I think he is somewhat Whoa. of a villain in this. Um, so I'm going to somewhat. Give, what's that? Somewhat. Yeah, yeah. I said uh, somewhat. Somewhat. <laughs> he's a villain. Uh, I'm going to get rank him on the if I had to choose a finger to lose scale. Um, so on a scale from <laughs> pinky to thumb, I'm giving Harry a ring finger. It's like, yeah, it's there. Uh, but things probably would have worked out fine without him. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, what a bad. Well, yeah. We didn't even talk about that in this episode. Or not really. That not his much, finger yeah. gets eaten by a dog. Anyway. Uh, okay. I've got the. Uh, I've got the uh, getting hit on scale because that's like 90% of this freaking movie. 
Um, so from the quick turnaround, you know what I mean? When you see somebody walking down the street, you like the front. You're going to take a quick peek at the back. You know what I mean? Just a quick peek. Not a big deal. Just like, you know what I mean? Checking them out. Um, and then, oh, actually not even, I'm not even gonna call this a hitting on scale. It's more of a checking out scale. Okay. Uh, then I'm going for all, all the way up to, uh, construction, uh, worker cat calls, you know, which is, uh, I would say particularly, uh, triggering for me. Cause I'm like, oh my God, my whole family works in construction. Do not do this. You are my cousin and you just don't know it. Um, I am going to give our villains just the, the whole scale. I'm going to give them a, uh, they're actually off the scale. They're off the charts. It's, uh, following them home. Stalking is love. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> because they're real bad. They're yeah. bad. They're bad men. Bad protagonists. They're all bad men. Bad protagonists. Yes. Uh, absolutely. And guys, we are going to get to uh, our heroes and villains of the week in a second. But first, a couple ways that you can support the podcast. Uh, if you want, we are on Patreon. Patreon.com slash the villain was right. Patreon is a monthly subscription service where you get to uh, support the artists that you love. Hopefully that's us. And in exchange, you get some amazing ben- benefits. Um, so we've got multiple tiers at what just $1 a month. You get these episodes ad free. Um on Thursdays. Uh, so that's fun. If you just want to kind of throw us a little tip and not have to listen to like people hucking shoes at you or whatever, uh, you can do that. And as well, we also have uh, votes going on for uh, audience choice episodes. If you're a regular listener, you know, every month we cover uh, a movie where the, uh, our patrons have voted for that um, as well. Early releases. And uh, at our top tier, we get two bonus episodes a month. So Rebecca picks one, usually a terrible movie. That really bothers me. Yeah. And uh, I try and go no, with something it a little nicer. You love it. But we get a little <laughs> loose. The vi- it's not always about the villains being right or wrong and uh, kind of just fun uh, us talking about stuff. So uh, check that out. Uh, if you want, patreon.com slash the villain was right. And if you want to get in touch with us. If you want to get in touch with, uh, with us, you can just like pretty much follow us on anything that's uh, Villain Was Right. You just got to look us up. We got, we we scooped them all. So, <laughs> you know, just follow. We did. We, we, we did. grabbed them all, except for on Twitter, which is now a dumpster fire. And I just don't think anybody should ever go on there ever again. The advertising is getting absolutely disgusting uh, on that website. I, I just don't know if anybody should go there anymore. But yeah, you can just follow us at uh, Villain Was Right on any other platform. And uh, you can email, if you would like to email us, you can email us at villainwasright at gmail.com. And we are, I trust that we are putting all your suggestions on a list. We've got them, we've read them, we've, we've received. So thank you so, and thank you so much for, if you've emailed us, thank you so much for that. That was awesome. Also, thank you so much for everybody that messaged us that we were your number one in spot, your Spotify wrapped. Yeah. That was super nice and really yeah, yeah, fun. Yeah. And thank you so much. You really lifted, you, you, you lifted these old bones up that week that was nice i really appreciate each and every one of you uh and now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week what do you got for us craig yeah so i've got uh, my own sort of little mystery here that uh, i'm still unraveling so uh i was following this recipe that i got in like a meal kit right and i'm like going through uh-huh. it it's like you know like wash and uh you know wash your veggies and chop them up and prepare them and mm-hmm. like do this and that and then it's like uh you know take uh, take a plate and put it in the freezer, chill the plate in the freezer, um, you know, for ready. I'm like, yeah, sure. I do that. And, um, 
I'm doing this. And it's like, you know, uh, get to the end. And it's like divide between plates and drizzle with sir, like the sauce and serve. And I'm like running through it, you know, nothing I've cooked before. So I'm like following it. Mm -hmm. And then I get to the end and I'm like literally putting these plates on the table. And I was like, what was I supposed to do with that chilled plate? (laughs) And I was like, I read the food you were serving cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a like a tabbouleh. Oh, it was, uh, sort it was of. probably your serving plate. Okay, well, so I go through the whole recipe again, and it uh-huh. never mentions the chilled plate again. It's like, and I'm like, am I going fucking mm. crazy here? Like, what, like, what was I supposed to do with this? And uh, I like hand it to Cat. I was like, you need to read through this because, like, I swear. It never told me to do anything with this chilled plate. And she like, she reads it through and she's like, you're absolutely right. They never did it. So we're just like, I was like, if I didn't realize that plate would still be in there. And I, I mean, realistically, it is just a typo. <laughs> like they changed the yeah. recipe or something and they ne- they forgot to mm-hmm. take that out. But alternatively, if it's not a mistake, I would fucking love that. Where they're just like, put it in the freezer. And then like yeah, weeks later, yeah, put it in the freezer. <laughs> and then like weeks later, I'll get like another recipe and they'll be like, is that plate still in the freezer? Congratulations. You passed the test. <laughs> You've moved on to the next level. That's you know? so funny. Yeah. Anyway. That uh, does sound like a sentence you would whip out when something wasn't going well. Like if you were in the middle of a bunch of like, you were building a bunch of Ikea furniture and somebody came in, they were like, how's it going? And you're like, I don't know, man, the, the, the plate's in the freezer. <laughs> like, I think- yeah like, yeah it's like really well i don't know man the plates in the freezer like it's fucked like it's <laughs> i do like that as a saying the plates i don't know man the plates yeah. in the freezer yeah how'd the gig go uh, plates in the freezer yeah <laughs> plates in the freezer buddy i said another one the other day where i was like oh i wonder if that's a thing i like i was describing i i don't know what i what exactly was i describing i think i was describing like I just didn't know what to do. Like, I was just like fucked. And I was like, I don't know, man. I was over there boiling toast. I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. I'm out here boiling toast. Great. Oh. Boiling toast. I'm just out here boiling toast. I don't know. <laughs> I, I want to really use cool. that. Boiling toast is so funny. Jeez. You, yeah. Like kind like, of yeah. working hard at something that's like. So so wrong and not nothing, I don't know what I'm doing, dude. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not toast. what you need to oh, do. That is great. The plates in the freezer, uh, and I'm boiling toast. <laughs> boiling toast. It's <laughs> amazing. So good. Yeah. So good. Stick those two together. Um, okay, so I've got a I've got a hero. I only could be described as a hero this week because it made me laugh so fucking hard. well it's bad it's it's like a sad story but it's also not in the same token um so i was on a gig this weekend and um and sometimes we get paid in cash which bless absolutely pay me in cash please and thank you right uh doesn't happen a lot anymore but sometimes it happens anyway this gig pays us all in cash little envelope whatever anyway one of the comedians on the show 
I go upstairs. I think they're on stage at the time. I go upstairs. I've finished my set. And somebody goes, oh, you know what's really funny? And I go, what? And they go, oh, that comic dropped their money and they hold up the envelope that we've just been paid. And I'm like, holy shit, bro. Like, thank God. Like, I, And they were like, yeah, like actually a customer, like one of the audience members found it. Hell, like, gave it to the concession stand because the concession stand recognized it re- immediately and got it back to him, right? And we were all, like, lo- so, like, he gets off stage. We're all making jokes, whatever. Like, we're losing it because we can't believe this guy lost his, his gig money. Like, just, like, fl- fell out of his pocket, which is nuts, okay? Especially, like, when somebody hands me a lot of money, I'm very, like, I know where I put it. Like, oh, it's yeah. in a particular uh, place. Nothing, it's nothing very, like, and I generally... having cash on Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I'm just, oh. I'm stressed. <laughs> I'm super stressed. Anyway... But he gets the money back. It's a fucking miracle. We're like, that's so good. Thank God somebody good found your money because fuck. Because it actually doesn't even have his full name on it. Like it just, it had his initials on it. And we were like, shit, right? Anyway, so show goes really well. We go out that night. We have a couple of beverages. Um, Me and a different comedian that were on the show, we decided we're going to go back to where we were staying early because we were like, yeah. And and this guy, uh, the guy that lost his money, decides he's going to continue to party. I wake up the next morning, I go downstairs, has this man not lost his money for a fucking second time, dude. He lost it at the bar the night before. He goes, yeah, you know, like, I must have just put it in the same pocket that I had lost it in before. And I was like, bro, like, I would feel so much worse for you if that hadn't been the second time that night, man. Once that's a that's a shame you know what I mean that's a general shit that's a shame on you you bad jacket and then the shame the shame on you comes second that comes second and then the other comedian and I just okay listen I just gotta preface this by saying with comedians you can be as mean as you are funny these are the <laughs> terms and conditions okay if you say something really mean it has to be equally as funny okay and nobody yeah. will be mad that's kind of the that in my opinion and those are the unspoken rules okay if it's funny enough you can say literally anything to me if it's funny enough and it fucking better be right so the other comedian on the show we're just like losing it this guy's like literally flipping couch cushions to see if it's maybe fallen out somewhere in this house but like doubtful because i saw him get home and he had like five stacks of it was so funny anyway um the other comedian looks at him and goes oh man dude that show was so fun last night. I would have done it for free. And I fucking spit my coffee out, man. I lost my fucking mind when he said that. I thought that was the one of the funniest fucking... Because it's also ruthless. Oh, my God. This man just lost a good chunk of money. And you're just digging in. But holy fuck fuck was that fun? he even oh, laughed yeah. like we were all crying laughing it was so funny anyway that's it for me that guy's they're, they're my heroes hilarious i feel so bad for him but you know they, oh, it was the second time like fuck 
<laughs> anyway, guys, um, as always, uh, if you would like to follow me, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, and you can follow me at uh, Craig Fake Comedy, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok, if you want to see me talk about some weird uh, science stuff. And uh, if you are going to be in uh, Ottawa over New Year's, I will be uh, there for two weeks. I'll be emceeing at Absolute Comedy uh, New Year's Eve, so come uh, check that out if you want, as well as we'll be headlining uh, that first week in January. So uh, come check that out if you're in town. And uh, other than that, uh, that's it for us this week. Um, Tune in next week. We're continuing our Christmas movie month. Um, Remember, this was a Christmas movie. Uh, We're continuing it with Ernest Saves Christmas. Uh, Ernest Saves Christmas next uh, week, which is going to be really fun. And until then, this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you to mind your own business. The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.